Welcome to episode 39 of Real Travels. I'm your host, Lisa Iannucci, and I'm also your film and TV travel guide. This week, I talked to one blogger who has seen locations of movies and television shows from the 1970s to the present. It was an awesome conversation about some of my favorite shows and movies. Let's get started. Hey everyone, good news. I'm not melting in New York anymore. The last few days have been absolutely gorgeous and the nights have been so cool that I needed a sweatshirt. I love this weather. Oh, it's a nice change from all the heat we've been having over the past few weeks. I do want to apologize because I know I'm still having some issues with the sound of the podcast and I'm still trying to work it out. Some cases I come across too loud. That's more like I am in real life, but I'm working on it. So please be patient with me and I hope you're enjoying the podcast regardless of those sound issues. I also want to take a moment to remind you that if you're an RVer traveling around to all of your favorite film and TV locations, you can park your RV at one of Harvest Host's member sites, which includes wineries, breweries, and farms. And to save you money on your annual membership, fans of my podcast can use my referral code, which is harvesthosts.refr.cc slash Lisa Iannucci, to get an extra 15% off. There are two plans that they have. Both are very affordable. One is $79 per year. And there's another plan that uh, you can include golf courses where you can park your RV for $119 per year. That doesn't include the 15% off. So makes my code makes your membership even more affordable and gives you a great place to park while you travel. Again, the code is Harvest Hosts. Harvest Hosts. I can talk today. See, all this nice weather's getting to me. HarvestHosts.refr.cc slash Lisa Iannucci. So back to what I've been watching. Here are a few highlights. On Hulu, I caught the movie Palm Springs, which stars Adam Sandberg and Kristen Malati. I gave it a solid eight. It's funny. It's weird. Um, but definitely a good, a good hour and a half of your time. So Adam and Kristen find themselves trapped in a time loop at a wedding. And when Kristen's character finds out about it, she wants out. Side note that Kristen was in a movie in 2015 called It Had to Be You. Now I know a lot of you know her from other things, but this is a smaller, it was an independent film. I saw the movie at the Woodstock Film Festival in 2015. It became my favorite show, uh, my favorite movie of the festival. It's hilarious. It was directed to great rom-com. It's an absolute great rom-com. And it was directed by Sasha Gordon. It's so funny. And I found out that it's on Prime Video. So if you guys have Amazon Prime Video, I highly recommend that you check out It Had to Be You. If you liked the movie, um, you know, if you like Krista Malati, and again, it's just still just well-written and funny. Um, I'm also watching more movies that I never saw or that it's been years since I've seen them. Fortunately, I can't hear all of you yelling at me. You didn't see that while I'm podcasting. And that includes Sweet Home Alabama with Reese Witherspoon, 
as well as Penny Marshall's A League of Their Own. And I don't know why, you know, sometimes you just miss something and you just never get a chance to go back and watch it. I'm a huge Penny Marshall fan. And believe it or not, I think I've seen bits and pieces of A League of Their Own, but I never actually sat and watched the whole thing. So I've been doing that too. Not done yet because life gets in the way and I get pulled away to do work, to do other things, but I'm going back to finish both of those this week. Um, So I mentioned to you, Krista Malati was in um, a movie that I saw at the Woodstock Film Festival. And speaking of the Woodstock Film Festival, it's back. Yay! If you don't already know, it's my favorite film festival. It's located in the Hudson Valley. I live in the Hudson Valley. They do a wonderful job. Everybody who runs the festival has just always been been so kind and so nice to work with as a writer who who reviews films, who, you know, interviews celebrities. They have always been extremely welcoming. And I just love Woodstock. Um, Now, this year, though, because of COVID, it's virtual. Um, If you live in the area, there are drive-through showings of some of the films, but you can buy tickets to watch the films at the festival virtually, which means on your computer or, um, you know, on your phone, however however you might want to watch them. Now, there are also panels, and every year they have panels with celebrities and directors and musicians, and they've had some really great ones in the past, and this year is no exception. They are uh, welcoming Amy Sherman Palladino and Daniel Palladino of one of my favorite new shows that's out, which is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is also on Amazon Prime. Um, that is hilarious as well. Uh, I, if you haven't caught the marvelous Mrs. Maisel yet, please go watch it. It's just so well written and it's just, it's a great show. Um, there's also a woman in film panel and a music in film panel as well as others. And you can buy tickets to whatever it is that you want to see. And these independent film festivals really need our support right now. So please um, go to woodstockfilmfestival.org for tickets, for the panels, or for the movies, and for more information on how you can support them. Hopefully for me, I'll find another good movie like I did with It Had to Be You. I usually do every year. I usually walk away with a a favorite movie. And um, at the end of the festival, I will do a podcast and pass on to you as well what I loved about the festival and which films I had a chance to see. I also want to remind you all that my book on location, a film and TV lovers travel guide is still available. And if you're interested, I would prefer that you order it through my local independent bookstore, Oblong Books in Rhinebeck. Just visit oblongbooks.com, go to their search bar and you can search up my books. Um, they have more than one there. They have my newest one, which is Road Trip, a sports travel, a sports lovers travel guide as well. So... It's time for the interview of the week. And this one really could have been a two-part interview. I really enjoy talking to Brian, and I think you'll enjoy it. Um, He gives some great tips on if you want to also do what he does. Um, So I hope you enjoy this interview, and I'll see you on the other side. So a couple of weeks ago on Real Travels, I introduced you to Missy Kay, who I met in a Facebook group, and she talked about her incredible adventures on the show. Today, I'm introducing you to Brian Copel, who I met on Instagram. 
Brian calls himself a film location junkie. I love that title. And he runs his blog, which is called Real to Real Movie and TV Locations. And I'm so excited to have him on the show to talk about all the places he's seen and all the things that he's done. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. And um, so now your website, as we mentioned, it's called Real to Real, but I want to let the audience know that it's real, R-E-E-L, to real, R-E-A-L. Now, I, I, I love the title. Like, how did you come up with, like, real to real movie TV? I love I want to know how you did. That's so fun. <laughs> well, I, I studied TV production in college, and um, back then there was still doing the reel-to-reel, um, you know, audio and uh, video editing, so that's how I came up with that title. It's kind of a old-school nod to that. <laughs> Very cool. And speaking of old-school, uh, you know, it's funny because you talk about growing up in the 70s, and some of the shows back then that you mentioned that you've had a chance to see are things that I used to watch all the time. Like, I mean, just on your website, you have like, Who's the Boss, Growing Pains, Golden Girls, Jeffersons, All in the Family. I mean, you're talking my language here. This is just like, there were some great shows back then. What was it about them and, and that time period that got you hooked into getting to see these film locations? Yeah, and so, so I was born in the late 70s, and, you know, as a kid, there was so much good stuff on TV back in the 80s, and that is now being rebooted even today. Um, so, you know, I just was always watching movies and TV shows, and, you know, as I got older, I was just curious as to where some of these places were, and back when I was in college, um, I spent a semester in L.A., and that was the very first time that I actually visited a filming location. John Carpenter's Halloween is my favorite movie of all time. So um, I looked up, you know, this was 1999, I was out there, so the internet wasn't, you know, what it was today, but um, <laughs> still, you know, for, for the time, the, the big locations were known, like the Myers House and um, Jamie Curtis's house, so I, I went out to South Pasadena one day, with um, a friend, and uh, ever since I've been uh, trying to track these houses and, and schools and everything down and to, to go out and see them. Now, that's the one area I definitely differ from you because um, I'm a chicken and I don't watch Halloween. I don't watch horror. I mean, I you know, if, if you say boo to me, I will jump high. So, <laughs> you know, it definitely, um, I, I have a hard enough time watching the filming location on a screen, never mind seeing it in person, you know. So, <laughs> how did you find... That was actually going to be... Um... That was initially what I was just going to do. I was just going to do horror movies. And then I thought, you know, you love pretty much all genres. Why don't you, you know, why stop in horror movies, do comedies, do dramas? And then it's like, you love TV shows, so why stop at movies, do TV shows? And then it was music videos, so it just kind of kept growing. So, um, you know, I kind of have a pretty best uh, list of stuff on there. So, you know, in case... Some people aren't into certain genres. There's there's other things that they, they might be interested in. And it's interesting because when you said that the first place you saw you were 
in college, there wasn't the internet at that time. How did you find the location, being that there was an internet at that time? <laughs> uh, well, it was just starting, it seemed stars.com, I think was the very first like location site I ever came across. And, um, you know, it was just a couple of things were known. And it wasn't until um, actually 2003 was the first, um, was the 25th anniversary for Halloween. I know the convention in Pasadena, and I'd always been curious about where the hospital was for Halloween too. And they happened to mention it during one of their panel discussions. So I I drove out right after the convention was over to visit it, and then I went. That kind of jump started the whole like, okay, let's see where the Brady Bunch house is. Let's see where the Happy Duke house is. Kind of around that time. Um, at that point, you know, there's a little bit more information out there. So um, that was kind of my first big uh, trip around LA to, to see things. Because I, I moved out there permanently after I graduated college. So I just got in the car one day and, uh, and took off and, and hit a bunch of places. Now, when you land in one of these filming locations and you find that house or you see that building, as a fan, what do you feel like when you get there and you're like, yep, this is it? Yes, yeah, so I, I totally geek out. I'll, I'll play <laughs> like the soundtrack or the TV theme song as I'm pulling up to to the Jefferson's house, did you have we're well, moving on up and playing in your car? Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'll, I'll recite, you know, I'll pull blinds from the movies and God only knows what, you know, neighbors are thinking about me when I pull up to these places. But, yeah. But like you said, you're doing it to escape and, uh, you know, it's, it's, you're the fan and, and you're not bothering anybody. So who cares how yeah, it makes anybody exactly. else feel, you know? So let, let's talk about a couple of the other uh, TV shows that you have listed here that are some of my favorites. And I want to go to the okay. Golden Girls because there's really, when it comes to the Golden Girls, there's, I, I got so excited because they had actually opened a restaurant in New York City um, for a little while that was all based on the Golden Girls, but it only lasted a couple of years and it has since closed. And there's not really much you can see about the Golden Girls, but the outside where they did the exterior shot was still available, right? Like that's a real house. Yeah, so I didn't know that early on. My experience was when I went to Disney World and, um, you know, uh, at the time was, uh, Disney MGM Studios, they, um, they had a back lot where the house was, which they used, I think, from season two or three. 
then the house that they really use is on the back lot of MGM Studios, which is Disney MGM, which is basically all torn down. Um, so that I did, um, I did put it back in, in 2009. I was out, I was out there for a wedding, and the wedding was right near where the house was, and I, I realized it was a real house, so I drove up there, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> and then, you know, Los Angeles, but I really, it, my hands were up, <laughs> and, um, and now the house has just come uh, on the market, uh, and I'm wondering if the, the property brothers are going to do what they did uh, for the Brady Bunch house, you know? Oh my God, but, that would be uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually able to go to that cafe um, that was in New York briefly. They did close just after. Um, so I did get to, to go there and, and have uh, some cheesecake. So. <laughs> and was it, was it, I never got a chance to, to go, unfortunately. Um, and I live in New York. But was it amazing? I mean, it, it just, did, did it have like the memorabilia on the walls that I heard about? Yeah, so I think the owner knew, um, was a, a family friend of Lou McClanahan. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they had her Emmy Award. They had um, scripts from Golden Girls and Golden Palace and um, maybe the dress that she wore when she won the Emmy, um, all this stuff. So, and, uh, you yeah, know, they had, like, Sophia's lasagna and stuff on the menu, that kind of thing. So, you know, you really kind of felt... I love that show. I think I watch that show every you know, single day. I, I, yeah, I watch it, uh, you know, kind of like take your mind off things. It's always in rerun sometimes. And you know, I actually was just watching it last night, and I, um, it was the episode where uh, Dorothy, uh, she's actually about to be a priest. Oh, yeah. And the <laughs> school, they show a shot of the school. I was like, oh, I was wondering where that was. And I, you know, Googled LA schools and it came up right away. So I'm also, I have a couple of things from that show that I haven't um, visited yet um, that I found since my, my last trip out there. So uh, I'll be updating uh, that page at some point, hopefully. Oh, that's awesome. And you know, you talked about... Like re- do, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Go ahead. I, also, I like to, you know, not just do the main location sometimes. If it's, you know, sure, I really like, oh, you know, maybe do something that was just in one episode down the line kind of thing. bad because now I'm going to ask you about one of the main houses again, but you also mentioned reboots earlier, and there is a reboot coming of Who's the Boss? And, yes. um, you know... So, the house from the original show is actually, like, about 20 minutes from where I grew up. I'm from Westchester County. Hey, um, where'd you grow up? House. I'm from Westchester County. I'm, oh, well, I'm from Yonkers. I'm from Yonkers! Ah, okay, well, I'm <laughs> really from Crestwood, but, you know, a lot of people go no Crestwood, so I say Yonkers or Pocahontas, though. That's um, so funny. Nobody thinks of Crestwood. No, I'm only kidding. Where, <laughs> where are you from? Um, I lived all over Yonkers, but um, we moved several times, but I was mostly in North Yonkers, and I went to Sacred okay. Heart High School. 
Um, so, you know, I started over by, like, Ashburton Avenue and, and then went over to Lockwood Avenue, and nobody knows. My, my audience has no idea what I'm talking about. But Yonkers, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, pretty big. And, um, yeah, yeah. like I said, I ended up over at Sacred Heart uh, growing up the rest of my years over there. So, uh, I guess you kind of know that area or, like, where you yeah, part of yeah. the... Sure, sure. Um, the, you know, movie Far From Heaven, they, they used the Yonkers train station. And, um, so, you know, I've been over there for that. But the Zuzabov house is up in line near Playland. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't, you know, you kind of always think these houses are in California, even though the show takes place in New York. So I was surprised when I looked it up to see where it was. I'm like, oh, you know, I was still in New York at the time. So I was like, oh, I'll just drive up there and uh, look at that one. And it looks So, you know, when you when you talked about Rye, and, and I don't mean to kind of jump a little bit, um, the the movie Big was, mm-hmm. wasn't that filmed at Rye Playland, that final scene? Yep, yep. Did uh, you have a chance to was, go there? Yeah, that was one of the first things um, I did when I was starting my site. Um, I, went, I went all around New York. It's a great movie, and um, yeah. so when it comes to, like you've seen, I-, I could probably talk to you for like hours here because of all the movies that you've gone to, and I mean you've been doing this for so long. Why document it? Like why say you know what I- I'm going to put this on the internet for the world to see, and then I want to talk to you a little bit about if anybody's if any place has actually disappointed you. So why start? Why put it on the okay. net? Well, I think there are a lot of people out there that are curious to know what these places look like, but may may not have the desire to actually go travel to them. So part of it is, you know, to show people, you know, what it looks like today. And um, a lot of people have actually emailed me or contacted me and said, oh, you know, I, I love doing this too. I've used your site as, you know, my guide when I do go on my trips. So, um, so it seems to really kind of help people when they go off on their own adventures. And, um, but yeah, it's really to, you know, show people who, who might want to know what it looks like but not necessarily want to take the drive or the plane to wherever it is. Mm-hmm. And when you've gone to any of these places, were you, like, really excited to get somewhere and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, that was it? That, that's, that, yes. or it's not here? <laughs> like, you know, were you let down at all? Well, um, you know, I usually look up everything on Google Street View before I go, so I'll know if it's been demolished or remodeled, but actually I just took a trip a month ago, and um, I was doing the movie, the horror movie, The Strangers Pray at Night, 
hour east of where like everything else was going to be and that's going to be an hour drive back one of the last things on my trip I get all the way out there and the bridge is no longer like all the steel structure and everything has been taken down it's just a road now and I was like you know you're driving like the backwoods of Kentucky and I was like I can't believe I just drove the whole way trying to see this road and Like if they w- if they wanted to start planning a trip like yours, um, whether it be locally or a-, a bigger trip, what are some tips that you would suggest to them? Um, because maybe there are some movies that they want to see that you haven't seen yet. How do they start? So first, you know, I'll decide what city I'm going to, and I keep a running database that I'm just constantly adding to. I think I have I'm almost at four thousand locations that I want to see, and I've only done a third of them so far. So I'll first see like how many there are in whatever city I'm going to and guess you know, maybe I'll need two or three days and then I'll watch all the movies, shows, I'll take screenshots on my phone and then I, I still use a digital camera to actually take the photos so I'll have the reference, you know, I hold my camera over my phone and I create a Google map, I go in and type in all the addresses and see you know, where it is geographically I'll copy all those addresses and use spreadsheet and cut and paste them so that they're in geographical order so that you're not, you know, driving 20 miles one way and you have to come back 10 miles and then go back, you know, just so you can be the most efficient. And, um, you know, some things to keep in mind, like if you want to visit a school, you know, you're probably better off going on a weekend or, you know, after school lets out, um, you know, so you don't get run into any kind of trouble some touristy spots are closed on Mondays and Tuesdays and especially in the off season so it's a place you want 
get inside, you might want to be mindful of that. For me, it's all about the preparation, it's so that when you finally get there, you know, you know where you're going, and you got, you know, your time frame and everything. It really helps to, to have all that done ahead of time, so you're just not, like, going there and be like, oh, maybe I should go here, and then you find out, oh, there was another spot just down the road, and I just traveled 20 miles the other way kind of thing. And what about places that are private residences? What do you do about those? Yeah, so, you know, common sense, you know, if you're going to somebody's house, you know, stay down by the sidewalk. I know it's really tempting to to go up to their porch and stuff, and, you know, I've may have been guilty of that once or twice, but only if it was, like, super, super important location. But, you know, people, you know, they live there, they don't want, you wouldn't want people come on your property. So, you know, you've got to be mindful of that kind of thing. And sometimes they're outside and you can, you know, strike up a conversation and sometimes they'll say, oh yeah, go ahead up on the porch and, and all that. But, you know, you really do have to be mindful of these people's properties. And, you know, that's sometimes why you show up and then there's a big center, you know, a place completely, you know, covered in shrubs because they've just gotten so many people that uh, show up and are disrespectful. So, you know, just use your, your best judgment. Absolutely, and especially in the time period we're going through right now, right. you know, there's exactly. a lot of additional rules and regulations that you have to keep um, concerned about, you know, uh, especially if you go to some of these public places, they may have different rules about when you're allowed in and wearing masks and all these other things too, right? Exactly, yeah. So um, the trip I was just on, I went to Memphis to do um, some John Grisham movies and I went to the restaurant from the firm and, you know, I went in with my mask and there were people um, that were actually at the table that Tom Cruise sat at, so I didn't want to get them in the shop, so I just kind of, like, cheated the, you know, the next booth. And um, But, yeah, you know, you just want to be mindful of, of how, especially how things are right now. Now, you don't just do film and TV locations, and I know I'm not really, like, a, a music person as big as I am film and TV, but you also do this for music videos too, right? Yeah, so back way back um, when I was was still living in LA, I had gone to um, the house from Michael Jackson's Thriller video. So when I was starting the blog and thinking of things I could post, I had that picture and I said, you know, that'd be kind of weird if I just had one music video on there. So... Then I was like, you know, why not do, you know, Michael Jackson had a lot of, Madonna had a lot, so, um, you know, I was in New York at the time, so uh, I looked up, you know, where he shot his back video at the Hoyt, um, I forget the other part of the name of the subway station, and, um, you know, Madonna shot Papa Don't Preach on Staten Island, and you walk over the street, she comes down, and was one half fun, so that kind of got the ball rolling on music uh, videos. And um, so I started kind of doing those as well um, in LA when I was, did a bunch on a couple of trips there. And uh, in Texas, I did REM video and all ice. So um, yeah, I'm starting to throw those into the mix as well. Wow. Um, 
like I said, um, I could talk to you forever because we haven't even really touched the surface as to some of the places that, that you've seen filming locations for besides horror. And, you know, um, are there is there a movie or a TV show on that list of 4,000 that you, <laughs> that's like at the top of the list that like, you know, if you don't see 3,999 of them, you have to see this one. <laughs> uh, so, The Goonies is at the top of my list. Um, I, I did go to the beach at the end of the movie that was filmed uh, in the Bay Area, but pretty much the rest of the movie is up to Portland, which I, I've been to, but not to visit location. So, that is at the top of my list. And um, a couple of places, a couple of movies that I've already posted, but for some locations I haven't been to yet, like The Griswold House from Christmas Vacation is on the Warner Brothers Ranch lot, which is not open to the public, but some people have gotten on there, so I'm hoping at some point I can do that. And um, The Barn from Friday 13, Part 3, and the final chapter is on another movie ranch. Um, the house that was in the movie unfortunately burned down, but the barn is still there, so those, those are on the top of my, my list. Uh, if I can get to those places, I'll be a really happy camper. Nice. Um, so I have to tell you a funny story. Um, so you mentioned the Griswolds and I used to actually write for a travel agent whose last name is Griswold and he used to always get jokes at Christmas time and everybody was asking him if he would like do the same trip. So he bought a wagon and converted it to look like the one from the movie and he took a trip out to Wally World, which is actually Six Flags Magic Mountain in California. And yes. it, be- it became like this big story about the Griswolds that actually went out <laughs> and took their family vacation. It was great. It was great. I just love people that get into things like this the way you do, the way they did. It's just so much fun, you know. And do you, do you meet a lot of people like when you're, when you're on these trips that have the same kind of love and passion for these places as you do? Well, um, well, I've gone to a few Halloween conventions. Um, every five years they have an anniversary for the original movie, and part of the convention they do a locations bus tour. So, you know, there's 50 horror nerds on the bus that, you know, want to go see these places, and so I've talked to a bunch of people there. Um, when I've gone off on my own, I haven't really bumped into too many. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of Friends. Have to admit that, um, but I did stop. People or the TV okay. show? <laughs> it's, 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 it's TV show. <laughs> um, so uh, last Christmas, at home, I finally walked past their apartment building, and there were like, and this was New Year's Day. Like, uh, I wasn't expecting too many people to be out, but um, there was like thirty-five people, easy taking pictures. There was actually a marriage proposal. Um, so, wow. people uh, definitely um, stopped by there. I think when I was in San Francisco um, and visited the Full House house, uh, I remember somebody being there. I haven't run into too many people, um, you know, when I'm actually out and about, though. And, um, you know, like I said, this year is a little odd, and you talked about a couple of trips that you... Um, 
take a year. Do you, is, is some of that planned for this year, or are you going to hold off to try to head out for next year? Yeah, so the one I just did, you know, it was a driving um, trip. You know, I didn't get on a plane, so that was kind of partly why I did it. Um, but, you know, pretty much everything else that is kind of on my to-do list would involve flying. And um, so for right now, um, I don't have any immediate plans. I just got to kind of see how things play out. Um, most likely I'll be going home for the holidays, so I'll be doing stuff in the tri-state area, but um, as far as doing our trip right now, it's still kind of keeping busy. And tell my audience where they can follow you so that when you do have more adventures, they can keep up with you. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm usually about years behind in posting things, so I still have a lot uh, to post on my blog. Uh, you can find it at rtrlocations.blogspot.com. And um, my Instagram is real to real locations and all the information is on my blog. I post kind of the latest things on Instagram, but, you know, on the blog you can get all the address information and some, you know, tidbits you didn't know about the movie. I do some kind of commentaries and um, stuff like that. So that is, uh, that is where you can find me. Awesome. Well, Brian, thank you so much for being on my show, and I wish I had a longer show so we could talk, um, but I don't. So, <laughs> um, and oh, I would love to have you back on. There's so much I want to talk about. I mean, you you have like the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you have the Joker. Oh my God, what a movie! Um, just so many really really good shots on on your Instagram page. I mean, I, I I went down that rabbit hole and I just kept going and going and I was like holy smokes i don't care what book i wrote but you you have me beat when it comes to the to the actually going to the locations um and it's it's amazing so i hope everybody out there checks it out follows you and you know definitely bring us some more fun i really appreciate it okay great thanks so much for having me all right you're welcome you take care Thank you, Brian, so much. That was a great conversation, and I really do hope that you come back on the show uh, at a later time. I'd love to continue talking to you about all the shows we didn't get a chance to talk about. I really could make this a two-hour podcast, but, you know. (laughs) Well, that's it for this week's podcast, though. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Travels podcast. My numbers are actually ticking up a little bit. I'm getting a lot of brand-new listeners, and I really do appreciate uh, your support. If you could follow me on Instagram at The Virgin Traveler, and if you have a minute, maybe leave me a review on this podcast wherever you're listening to it. If it's on Spotify or on iTunes, uh, if you can't do a review, maybe even just click on the little iTunes stars, um, you know, however you feel about the podcast. Hopefully, the higher the better, but it would really help me out. And I'm so excited about continuing with more episodes. And thank you so, so much again for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.